It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! Florida State. Is this the biggest game of the year? I believe it is, but I'm going to give you one reason as to why, and I promise you, I guarantee you, there is not another podcast or anyone else that has this reason as to why the Tigers really, really, really need this game. And of course, they don't need need it. And that is part of what I want to talk about today as well. Welcome back into the Power Hour LSU podcast. It obviously is a little bit different than what we do. And a little bit later, I'm going to do a podcast breaking down what I've seen on tape. But what I highly recommend you do is go to the Power Hour LSU YouTube channel and What I'm known for, obviously, are these film breakdowns and the live streams and a lot of the visual aspect of it. But as many of you know, with these podcasts, it's very important to take a look at the bigger picture, okay? And look, I know this offseason has been very long, okay? And, you know, when you're in this offseason mode, especially if you have a week one opponent that is a power five opponent, this is the third consecutive year that LSU has had this, the second consecutive year that they are playing a team coming off a week zero game. You know, I won't get into too much from Duquesne and really, can you really take too much away from the Duquesne matchup? Once again, I talk about all those things on the YouTube channel, but The number one thing, though, is it is tough, you know, just right out the gates in a very difficult situation to play a really good opponent, okay? And there are a lot of you that have different reasons as to why you view this game as the biggest of the year. Some of you might think, hey, we need to start this season off right because the last couple of years we lost our season opener. And that is a pretty valid reason because you don't want, especially this really talented class of 2020, the Kayshawn Booty, the Jaqueline Royce of the world, the BJ Ojolaris, guys that have actually performed at an extremely high level. You don't want them and all their efforts to, for the third consecutive season, end up in a season opening loss because you don't want your leaders and those three guys are big pieces of the team to feel like, oh my God, here we go again. And obviously, a lot of you just feel that this game is the biggest because, well, we need to start the season off right. This will set the tone for the rest of the year. Now, those are valid reasons, but I do not think this is the biggest reason. And I do think there is a lot of emotional anxiety for all of us to overweight this game, right? It is just one game. And by the way, this is not a conference game. So, you know, College football is a little bit different. It, the, the, the games do mean so much each and every one of them, but it isn't a conference game. And once again, it's a three-point spread. And Florida State, even though they were playing Duquesne, if you go watch the film studies, they have a lot of really decent, experienced players. And some of them are really good and will play on Sunday. So, look, this isn't some slouch team that LSU will be playing on Sunday, right? So, look, there is a likelihood that LSU does not win on Sunday. And I know that's not good for, you know, an audio podcast just starting off gear, but it's just the truth. They have a really solid roster of players and they have a coaching staff that is 
been there for a while. This is a lot of debuts for a good number of these coaching staffs and honestly, the players as well. And we'll get into more specific things. Obviously, Garrett Dellinger going up against two really good Florida State defensive tackles. We'll get into all those things. Now, I'm going to give you, once again, the biggest reason as to why this game is so critical. Florida State is LSU's worst team on their schedule. Now, it may be a little early to say that, but if we were taking a preseason look, they're the worst. And I'm going to give you two reasons as to why, okay? Say what you want about the AP poll. It is very inaccurate. What is it? I think like 10 or so teams that are ranked every year, oftentimes in the season unranked. It's obviously just a big guess. But this shocked me when I looked it up. Florida State was not in the AP top 25. That's not what shocked me. But with the returning quarterback, so really nice pieces coming back on both sides of the football and some good transfer portal additions. Florida State, an iconic brand. Remember, these are writers that vote on the AP poll. And Florida State is a brand and brand matters when it comes to media perception. And I always say this about coaches polls and AP polls. These people don't have the time. They oftentimes just put on paper the best brands, right? But Florida State, okay, think of Florida State. Bobby Bowden, and as many of you know, their future head coach, Deion Sanders. Kidding. Florida State fans. Huh? Huh? But not kidding. But still, you think of Florida State, you think of a lot of different things. The Seminoles did not get a single vote right? So for those that don't know how it works, there is an AP top 25, but if you always scroll to the bottom, you can see the other receiving votes. And LSU, every team on their schedule that is a power five team received at least 14 votes for the AP top 25 or 14 points in the AP top 25, which is absolutely in freaking sane. Okay. And Four of the SEC teams are in the top 25, and the other four are in the other receiving votes. Obviously, Tennessee is the number 26 team. LSU is the number 29 team. And as we move along here, Mississippi State, Auburn, and even Florida got 14 votes, right? That's crazy to me. And I understand Mike Norvell was 8-13 and 13 going into this year as Florida State's coach, and they didn't really have much hype, but they did return their quarterback. So I was kind of shocked that not a single person out there viewed Florida State as a top 25 team. So I know what you're saying. Well, Carter, that is just the AP poll. That doesn't mean anything. So why don't we actually go to a more scientific poll? And look, these advanced analytics are based on subjective things that these analytic stat guys put into a formula and it spits something out. So there is some subjective and arbitrary things, but the good thing about a computer poll is it's not being based on tired beat writers who are filling these things out at one in the morning, right? These metrics are very scientific and you probably already know where I'm going with this. Florida State is LSU's worst power five team on the schedule when you look at the analytics. So there's a guy by the name of Nate Manzo, a really interesting follow on Twitter at CFP Nate. And what he does is a composite 
rankings, okay? Now, a lot of you know about the 247 composite and the ON3 composite, and basically what the word composite means is aggregating all the ranking systems and just spinning out one final ranking, okay? So there's six different services that CFB Nate does and uses for his final composite score. FEI, SP Plus, Beta underscore rank, FPI, KFORD ratings, and CFB winning edge, okay? Now, what he does is to make it not, I guess you could say, uh, to take out the radical results, he takes out the top score and the bottom score, and he aggregates the other four scores, and Florida State wasn't really anywhere close to the top 25. And what's very interesting is six of LSU's nine teams finished in the top 25 of this aggregate poll. And what's even crazier is they are all in the 75th composite percentile or better. So that means LSU is playing a ton of good teams according to the computers. And a lot of you have watched our channel and you've seen me talk about it all year, but the SEC is really freaking good. And that's very important, of course, to add into your evaluation of Brian Kelly's first year, you know, taking the Vegas perception of this team as a seven-win team. We've talked about this. The Action Network, who I like a lot, has LSU as a five-win team going into this year, according to their projections. And I know what you're saying. Well, they're just projections, right? But the point is, they're playing a lot of good teams. And Florida State being the 73rd composite percentile team, okay, which is really, really good when it comes to just raw talent. Uh, 73rd percentile is telling you exactly what it is, right? They are still in the upper echelon of college football. So just for reference, there's only five ACC teams in the 75th percentile or better. The SEC has 11, 11 teams in the SEC 75th percentile or better, which is absolutely insane. So why is this game the most important game on LSU's schedule? Well, it's because it could be the easiest one. Florida State very well could be the worst team on LSU's schedule this year, and that is not a shot at Florida State. You give the rest of the SEC a lot of credit for making their teams better, better quarterback play, better offensive coaches, better coaching staffs overall, and honestly, this should be Mike Dorvell's best team. He returns his quarterback. You guys have seen the film studies. This team has some really good dudes on their roster. And when the most winnable Power 5 game on your schedule is only a three-point spread in a, once again, it is a neutral site, but it's in New Orleans. Are you kidding me? Three points is the lowest one. Now, that's not a guarantee that all the other games are going to just be three-point spreads in LSU favor. I could see the Mississippi State being Mississippi State game being six or so points in LSU's favor, maybe even more than that. But it goes to show you how much this game matters because wins are going to be tough to come by. This is not the LSU of old where the SEC oftentimes had the bottom half, in particular the bottom half of the SEC West, where they were just bad. 
But I want to give you one little nugget at the end of every episode here that kind of sort of answers a question that you might have based on what we talked about today. What about LSU? Where are they on the computer rankings, right? So I showed you a minute ago that LSU is 29th um, on the AP poll. And uh, before I found the CFP Nate guy, I found this to be interesting, right? Bill Connolly is probably my favorite college football analytics predictive writer. And for the longest, his analytic SP plus is not in favor of LSU. In fact, it is harshly in uh, viewing LSU according to the other rankings, 78.5th percentile. But when you look at the other percentiles, okay, FPI has LSU in the 93.1 percentile. Beta rank has LSU in the 96.1 percentile. FEI, okay, a very popular poll, BC Freemu on Twitter, 89.2% of the time, okay? K Ford rankings has LSU as 82.3% of the time, and that gives you a composite score really, really, really high. So while the AP poll, and remember, humans are more subject to things that don't matter in the grand scheme of things, right? For the last couple of years, AP poll voters don't want to feel like they are idiots, okay? So what do they do? Well, they aren't going for the third consecutive year, put LSU in their AP top 25. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you again. Or shame on me, however the phrase goes. So for a third time, LSU and, and AP poll voters aren't going to make the mistake of putting a LSU in the top 25. But what's very interesting about that is computers don't let those subjective biases creep in, okay? So a computer's raw ranking, however it actually factors, uh, whatever factors they put into the score, isn't going to be as subjectively affected by preseason polls. So while the AP poll votes show LSU as a 29th ranked team and the coaches poll actually showed LSU outside the top 25, I want you wherever you are right now to guess where LSU is ranked according to Nate Manzo's CFB Nate's top 25 composite okay and while you think of that score i highly recommend you check out the phl patreon just go to patreon.com slash lsu football once again that's patreon.com slash lsu football you get an early view of a lot of my content you get some exclusive film studies a colby richardson breakdown a a guy that a lot of you probably like a lot, Ricky Collins, a 2023 four-star quarterback. You get a lot of those breakdowns as well, and you get to be a part of the Tyron Matthew Gold Auto Rookie Card Giveaway if you sign up now, because that sign-up gets you into our PHL Fantasy Patreon League, and all you got to do is sign up for a Patreon tier. Once again, that goes to patreon.com slash LSU football discord and all the good stuff okay so the composite ranking score for LSU 10th let that seep in 10th the computers love LSU if the AP poll and the coaches poll have you outside the top 25 well the computers say the opposite 
and we'll see who wins out on Sunday night. Hope you enjoyed this video today. Let me know what you think. Don't forget, please subscribe, ring the bell to our YouTube stuff, and give us a five-star review wherever you may be listening to this today. It is Power Hour LSU. Boom! Oh, and tonight, ooh, some barbecue chicken. Let's go!